This is the Who's to Say podcast with your struggle bus captain, Grant Sheffield. All right. So, guys, welcome to episode 32 of the Who's to Say podcast. We have Michelle Krishnasamy. What's up? With no lumbar support. That's right. There are no chairs because I ain't got shit in this apartment anymore. Yeah, he's leaving. That's okay. Yeah. I'll take solace and be the last person. I might have somebody else do it this week. <laughs> All right, never mind. Just so I can say that after you put out this podcast. Of course, I'm gonna mess up your thumb. Where you were gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, also, I might. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, Vishal is a comic here in Raleigh. Been doing stand up for two years, two and a half, two and a half, yeah, two and a half, two and a half. How'd you start doing stand up, Vishal? Um, went to Good Nights, then you signed me up. Grant Grant was like, oh, I went to see Sam Prickett, who I've known since high school. And then Grant was like, oh, you're Sam's friend? Why don't you just go up? And then you wrote my name. He asked me how to spell it. And then I had 45 minutes to figure out a set. And then I went up on stage. Yeah. And what was fun about that is I I loved watching that bomb go off in your head. And I just walked away. Yeah. <laughs> and I came back later. And I guess you had three minutes. Yeah. Or three <laughs> minutes of being able to stand on the stage i think least. i did two minutes yeah i was there's no reason not to, to do any more on your first time i did two minutes got a feel for it liked it yeah not a bad set for the first time yeah good enough that i got off confidently and showed the tape horrifically to all my college friends did you put it on youtube or you put on facebook no, i didn't i just showed people and i was really proud of it and it was dumb i was like <laughs> comedy's easy and i didn't do it for two months and i came back yep uh, went fine for a couple of weeks, and then I bombed harder than I've ever heart uh, bombed. Where, how'd you? Uh... Yeah, good nights. Oh, yeah, the open mic. It was like yeah, an open mic. Some guy brought had brought like I want to say his whole family and like a bunch of other friends to see him do comedy there. He had like forty. It was a black guy, black comic. Of course, and I had a joke that just rubbed him the wrong way. What was it? Do you know the joke? I do remember the joke. It was uh, it was a bit about like how I wanted to be black, which I still do seven different variations of that joke. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm... it was essentially how like. Um, you know, black Michelle was Indian. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't tell by the last name. You can't name. really tell by his voice. He, he could have been Russian. You guys wouldn't know. Yeah, you can't really tell by my voice. Yeah, right? that's good. Yeah, we talked about it. Um, yeah, but the, the the joke is essentially like, I want to be black because black people are the best sayings, you know? Like, because once you go black, you'll never go back. But I think I like flubbed the wordings of it. So it just sounded like I was shitting on black people. <laughs> I love it. That's so great. especially as a, it, and then Rusty was hosting and then Rusty like went up there and like roasted the shit out of me. Fuck he's yeah. like, yeah, we want to hear about the plight of the brown race. And he's like, and he just kind of roasted me about that. Good old Rusty. Uh, I remember on the way there, that was one, actually one of the first mics that I had to go by myself because I think Prickett was on a show or something, like okay. Goldstein maybe, some Tuesday show. So I Ubered there. Yep. And I was sitting in the back of the Uber. I remember the Uber being like, you're going to good nights. I love good nights. I'm like, yeah, I'm actually going up tonight. Literally the seven-minute Uber right over there. I was like, yeah, man, I know. You know me out here. I've been up there five weeks, but I'm like acting like I know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was kind of the perfect storm to <laughs> bring nice. me back to my knees. I think uh, you don't ever like, even now, do you downplay the fact you do stand-up? I do that a lot. Like sure. I downplay it completely. Yeah, I mean, I never want to... I now I hate it when people are like when mutual friends get introduced and they're like yeah it's Michelle he's he does stand up and now it's like I'm on this weird uh, pinnacle or pedestal yeah I, the, I hate that shit yeah so now they're like they're like expectantly I don't know if you face this in the workplace but I put that shit on my resume to get jobs did you really of course you're a fool no I, I mean that may be but it gets me it gets you in no 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 no, no. this is the <laughs> thing that gets you in um everything else that you've accomplished no. not you doing jokes well okay. All right. Well, as for as far as like getting jobs and internships work well, because they're like, oh, you do stand up comedy, that like differentiates you. 
The problem is, once you get that job, exactly. you now walk you got, up to the water yep. cooler, mm-hmm. everyone's got their fists on their hands expectantly waiting like okay what's he about to say exactly it's like uh, um, i'll have the report for you in two hours i don't know, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you want from me how's your uh, internship going right now good man uh made a sale today i sell i sell for you guys that don't know i sell uh data to lawyers as a white woman Ooh. do you know about this do you know about jenna you know about Jenna because if you guys don't know Jenna Jenna they, when I got the job they were like hey lawyers are just horny people so what we're gonna have you do is we're just gonna give you a fake LinkedIn a fake email wait wait I didn't know this is what you were doing I thought I knew you were doing that but I didn't know that you were like uh... yeah no no I, I'm contacting people as a blonde uh, fake girl and I'm just catfishing lawyers all day is this online or or yeah it's I I'm, okay. I do mostly email but then I also do calls and I sell as Vishal now but most before I was like a couple of weeks ago when they were like getting me in they were like hey just stick to email. Yep. And now I'm kind of like doing the next step, which is like once you email them, you call them to like close the sale, right? Okay. So, so because they're like, hey, if you're if you're a blonde chick, they're gonna open your email up like seventy percent more often. Oh, sexism. Yeah, it's true. It works. I mean, I. But the problem is when I do get a sale, I'm like, did Vishal do this sale or was this Jenna? And I just Vishal had to say that. Definitely there. didn't. <laughs> it was Jenna. Yeah. That's funny. I've gotten one guy in LinkedIn actually asked me out to dinner to 18th and Seaboard. I don't know if you know that's a good restaurant. It's like a seafood restaurant. Um, and I kind of just had to ghost him, but I did a little bit. I did want to like go on a little goose chase with him, you know, just for fun of it, like a story to tell my grandchildren. Okay. Like he gets to the restaurant and they're like, ah, oh, she just left. It was just, she just left her scarf. And he just like, <laughs> he's able to spell it and like goes on a chase afterwards. That's awesome. Yeah. How long you been the internship now? Is it like 90 days now or a little Oh long? no, this is my first month. Started in June. You started, oh, Mid-June. Right, you went to Mid-June. India. And, all right. Yeah. I started right after I got back. That, that's your first time going, right? Where? India. No, I've gone to This is like my fifth time. Fifth I've, time. In my life, I've spent like three years in India. Four, nice. Three or four years in India. Um, So usually I just go every few years. I go there for like a couple months. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Have you ever gone out of the country? Uh, Yeah. Uh, I've been to Dubai. Been Dubai? Oh, that's right. My brother's been to India. Cause it's, How it's crazy rich are they? I always wanted to go to Dubai. Uh, people are crazy rich. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's interesting. Like you know, you at the end of the day, like you still got traffic, you still got <laughs> fucking everything else. Yeah, but no like, female drivers. I didn't see any female drivers. Also, I didn't see any male drivers because I wasn't looking for them. So I mean, okay, maybe yeah. I don't know. It was cool. I yeah. mean, you did know, you see any people like? Do you know how like bike bicyclists just think they have the lane, or they're like people riding camels over there? They're like, no, no, I'm in the lane. No. We share the road. No. no. Like, if, if you're, like, on the outside. Because I know that's a big thing. That's how you show your luxury. If you have a, if you don't have a Bugatti, you got to go camel. Because it's more cooler to be on a camel than it is to be on a car. News to me, Bashal. I had yeah, you notice that? Right. I did not. I don't know. Maybe that's just my fantasy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe I'm just... I guess you know, Grant sold me a car, so maybe this is me getting back. Yeah, I did. I, I sold him a car that he wrecked. It's not bad. It's just at the front. Listen, it was snowing, Okay. I didn't know you. Listen, my I started slipping. Your fault. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't uh, give me better tires. No, 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 no. You understand those tires? Those fucking uh, those Corollas come with good tires. It also has a thing on these new cars called uh, traction control. Okay. All new. You're cars. not getting your job back. I don't know oh, why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna me. write you like a good review. They're like, you know who we need. Uh, I don't like garbage job anymore. Yeah. But no, uh, I like the idea that the. The best safety feature on the car, you broke the Oh, the yeah, the sensor. sensor. Yeah, yeah, now it's like duct taped. Yeah. And we were just talking about 
like fucking black girls. You how'd you become a black girl? Like yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. Beat up car. Yeah. The car is perfect. You destroyed it. It's like someone heard Grand Sheffield sold it to me. Like, oh, that bitch. <laughs> Hammer to it. Yeah, yeah. Do you still like the car? Or is it trash now? No, it's good. I mean, I, I my first car that I ever drove was a Corolla. Yeah. With my sisters, which I got into a car accident with in Ooh. like high school. So maybe you don't have a good level of Corollas. Yeah. My dad was like, do you really want a Corolla? My dad also crashed his Corolla in like two, really? when I was in like third grade. So this is our third Corolla. And I'm like, I don't believe in curses. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, how long were you in Boston when you lived I in Boston? I grew up there. So yeah, I was there from like, geez, from like age one to four and then six to ten, nine. Like that. What's the difference between uh, growing up in Boston versus being here? I mean, it was. I mean, I liked it, just, but that was also my ch- like my early childhood. I don't remember too much. Yep. Um, it snowed a lot. I remember going to school and there would be like like four feet of snow and just buying snowball fights. Here, that shut down the world. That's the apocalypse here. Oh yeah, bro, for sure. Um, I was also like always around Mexican kids because that's where we grew up. Okay. I, I mean, think you've mentioned this before that you go ahead. Yeah, the, I mean, the apartment complex was in Little Westboro, which is like twenty minutes out of uh, Boston. And my mom would like get constantly at, get asked by you know our fellow Mexican neighbors to like give rides to the nearest factory. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that's where they worked. You know, so they were just carpool in our in our. We had an escort, a Ford X Escort back then. It could fit like five of them. And my mom was too nice, and she gave him a ride the first time. It was yeah. like feeding ducks. You know, you, you can't do it. <laughs> you gotta like stop it. You gotta uh, like. Vishal loves Mexicans, by the way. He that did not come off right, but it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I grew up with them. I can say whatever I want. All right. Maybe not. <laughs> Is that how that works? I, I, mean, go I don't know way. if you have that M- that Eminem thing yet, where you can say. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like I, I, I grew up with them. Like uh, that's fair. Yeah. I don't know. Once I get five minutes, there you go. Go over there. Hey, it is what it is. Um. Yeah. No, that was a looking back. That was some weird spots. I mean, I've talked about it with people before, but like the the the, the apartment complex, like. We lived like subterraneously, like we couldn't open up the window all the way okay. because if we did dirt, would just fall in because we were like below the ground. Really? So look at that. Like the top half of our house is above ground, but the top bottom, sorry, it's apartment room was below it. So our window was like at the top of the room. Okay. So the window would be up there. So like us walking would just be like below. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, it's like yeah. we were on the, with the ground floor, which is actually below. So they built a little like four feet into the ground. Ah, uh, I got you. Um, and we had like a shitty room with like cockroaches everywhere all the time. And this is another thing. Like a sex offender lived above us. What? Yeah. What was that like? No, because I remember distinctly, me and my friends were at like the public library. Mm-hmm. And we were at like, you know, the public, they have like a bulletin board with like, you know, like, you know, who's babysitting and, you know, guitar lessons. And there was just one like sex offender lives here. And then my friend's like, oh, my God, can you believe a sex offender lives in our neighborhood? I'm like, oh, that guy lives above me. He's my neighbor. <laughs> and they're like, what? And Because to me, I never like, I never saw him. He was never a threat to me. Yeah, yeah. That was like my first time like fear. I was like, oh, shit, is something going to be a problem? Mm. And then I don't even remember if I brought it up to my parents. And they were just like, yeah, no, 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 a sex offender lives above us. Go, go back and study. Like Become, yeah. become a doctor so a sex offender doesn't live above me. Like, that's been go. my ambition. I'm like, please don't let a sex offender live above me. I don't <laughs> I'm not even trying to make it out of the pro- Like As long as I live above the sex offender, I'm straight. Definitely. Let's get yeah, to the yeah. second floor. I, that's all I'm worried <laughs> about. But I remember like on Halloween and shit, like, <laughs> me and the, uh, my other Mexican friends, we would like play this horrific game where we would be on one side of the hallway, and he lived in like the middle of the hallway. Okay. 
and I remember it was Halloween because we're all dressed up, which to him amazing. Oh, and yeah, we were all standing on side. Where the goal of the game was to like run past to the other side of the hallway. If you make it, you're safe. If you don't, like, you just get raped. Like that, yeah. was, like, that was our implied consequence. <laughs> and we all made it, but I could just imagine, like, it was, like, at, like, 8 p.m., and the poor pedophile that lived there must have just hit, like, the quiet pitter-patter of children's feet. I love the the phrasing, the poor pedophile. <laughs> yeah, alliteration. I'm <laughs> yeah. a rapper. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, we, and we were just, like... I remember so close. And then I remember another moment, like a lot of the Mexican kids, I remember like when we were like hanging to the bus stop, like an older Mexican kid would like come up to us and like tech on us. Like he was like a handler. Yeah. And I, thinking back now, I'm like 80% sure most of those Mexican kids were going to like join a gang. And that oh. was the recruiter. Yeah, yeah. So like me being with them, they're like, hey, there's like this, <laughs> there's like this other kid. And they're like, he's brown though, right? They're like, yeah, he's brown. I'm like, all right, just whatever. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah, we can use an account one day maybe. I don't know. You ever keep up with any of those kids I, from back then? No, I don't. Because I moved when I was like nine, so I'm just not really. Oh yeah, yeah, I get that. I mean, but I Facebook. was on social media until like was thirteen, fourteen. You know, there's no yeah ability to. But I would like to think like if I my life over there like be like cool movie where like I'm like the guy that gets like that gang into order. I can see you being I, in a gang. <laughs> and not you now, but like yeah, no, definitely not me now. Back then, I was I was shoplifting. I had earrings. I don't know if you noticed that my ears were pierced or studs in like in like elementary school. Um, my my parents were so busy. Like my dad working all day. My mom was a caterer. Yeah. My, my sister's seven years older than me, so like she was out of my life pretty early. Okay. Um. So I mean, most of my time I was just like out with them. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. So like coming to North Carolina like saved my life. Like I became such an Indian, good Indian kid afterwards. Yeah, you did. You guys yeah. moved straight to Apex, right? Apex. Yeah, yeah. Was like, my dad really <laughs> like he was like, listen, <laughs> we, we and then no pedophiles in sight. You know. That's for sure. What year did you guys move to Apex? Uh, 2007 my dad bought a, a house at the top of the crash like right before it happened but i was like dad we need to get the fuck out of here he's like all right all right and he was like yeah, so yeah. mad at me <laughs> paid like a hundred thousand over on his house and shit like that it was like a huge loss really yeah <laughs> yeah for sure man 2007 like, we bought it like right before yeah they were like hey this is a problem and right like before they started like filming that big short ah uh, yeah we yeah. started figuring that stuff out so Vishal, your internship is in, well, you're doing internship, doing sales, whatever, but you're trying to do, you have a financing degree you're trying to get? Yeah, or man, accounting? that shit. Financing is so boring. It's boring? Yeah, I, I told you about that one, because like when I went and did that internship, you would just be like handling like mortgage, it was so boring, and like literally I went to the break room to yep. get like some coffee, and I opened a cab, and it was just like filled with liquor bottles. God. Yeah, like literally <laughs> anything you get. It was like it was like Mad Men level. Yeah, yeah. And I was like realized that's when I realized like, oh, to do this job, you need this. Mm. Yeah. I mean, but the thing about like that degree though is you can go into other like. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna get the finance degree, but I'll probably just. What are you gonna do? With it? You don't know. No, I'd, I'd probably go into sales afterwards. Yeah, you will. Yeah, go the Grant Sheffield path. Yeah, yeah. and then get burned out after yeah. three years. It's gonna be great. <laughs> and sit down, lean against the wall. Yeah, bro, I'm tired of selling stuff, actually. Yeah, I'll probably my next job. I'm probably gonna do another sales job, <laughs> just cause like once they see you can sell anything, they're like oh, please come in for an interview, cause nobody wants to work sales. Nobody. Yeah, it's like no, my internship. There's like interviews every day. They're like, yeah, people stick here for like three months. I don't know, dude. Because most of those guys, if you're successful, you move on, cause it's like it's literally they call it like a sales school. Yeah, cause they train you how to sell there, and I mean, if you don't hit the goals, you just gotta go, right? For sure. Yeah. Um, you guys are getting paid now, right? I think you told me they were, like mm-hmm. ten bucks or something like that. For that. Yeah, I'm an intern. Ten bucks an hour plus commission bonus bullshit. How much is commission? I don't know until the end. It's like scaled. 
Oh, it scaled all right. In their favor. They're not going to tell you how much you really sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we got some gumdrops and what's in the, what's, what you got in your pockets. Exactly. Uh, yeah. well, here's some peanuts to uh, yeah. send you on your way. You can keep Jenna's LinkedIn. Have fun. <laughs> That's really all I want after this. Yeah. Let's go ham. I'm like, because immediately I got that. I was like, which one of my college friends should I add? And just start like, like adding notes. Like, hey, sat behind you. You're really cute. And it just like, that's funny. Like, that would destroy a guy like me. Yeah, I'll be responding immediately. Like, <laughs> really? Huh? Like, NC State nine years ago. You remember me? Yeah, I'll be super excited about that. <laughs> how's uh, how's school going? You got like, I don't know. It's my last semester. semester? One semester. This is it. Yeah, graduating early. Ooh, I think, I think Indian as fuck right yeah, now. I like really it. Um. Yeah, we'll see. And then I'll probably be here for another year. I want to go to New York, though. All these cats going to Chicago. You going to Atlanta? No, you're going to L.A. Actually, I changed it to New York. Are you really? You going to New York? Yeah. You didn't tell me. That's cool. Yeah. Where at? Where are you going to be at? Oh, probably Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. I like New York because all the boroughs sound like baller. Like, I live from Apex. They got shit like rap album names. Yonkers. Well, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Queens. Best. I mean, it just sounds... Cool. Well, like, yeah. I don't know. They figured that shit out like 200, 300 years ago, but it sounds good now. Yeah, it's some good ass names. Like, who thought of Yonkers? That sounds, that sounds, that's right. Bonk. Like, that's, I guess you shit <laughs> hype. You know? Yeah, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be solid. Um, let me see. Yeah, so I'm going to do that instead. I talked to, uh, I talked talk to Kenyon yesterday. Mm. He was potentially thinking about going to New York as well. Yeah, I mean, you're, I think most people are going to have to end up there. You know? Why why is the switch from New York to LA, or LA to New York? Um, Expenses. Great, great question, Vishal on Vishal's podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is so mine now. pretty much. I already marked my territory in the bathroom. So yeah, I'm sure you did. I missed. I'm sorry. God damn, dude. <laughs> I cleaned it up. Maybe no. I <laughs> just added tree oil, so you look. I was like, did I spill tree oil? Here? <laughs> it's yellow. I don't. Really... Anyways, uh, yeah. I didn't, so I, you, I didn't want to take too long because you knew something was wrong. Oh, dude, I was trying to set up this whole situation. Oh, okay, I should have. Pretty much, I just. Um, when I opened for uh, Gina Yashere uh, at mm-hmm. Dead Crow, yeah. I talked to her about it, and she was like, New York's going to be the better move yeah. overall. Yeah. And I was like, all right, she knows better than I do, because she lived in L.A. for a while, and then she moved to New York. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And it's not like I had a job there or anything like that. I mean, I had a place, Callahan's, but it's like, eh. Right, yeah. Until I found, like, my own place. Yeah. So now I'm What's probably- that going to run you? I think, like, it really depends. So if you want to live... In a place that's gonna be a fest with like roaches and gang bangers, shit like that, you could probably pay less than a thousand dollars a month. If you want to be in a place you like and not fearful of your life every day, probably thirteen, fourteen, maybe fifteen hundred dollars a month. And that's like a studio. That's like a one bedroom. So you could split it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have like. Um, so um, I hate that I'm doing like this on the podcast. No, right just, I feel like people listen to this and will get information from it. Uh, I don't think anybody's trying to move to New York. Anyways, there's like some oh, places are. Uh, that are like one bed. Like you can get a room in a place and you get a room in like Brooklyn for maybe seven, eight hundred bucks a month inside of like a three, four bedroom house. Yeah. But the thing is, it's close to like all the trains. So you just go wherever. So Back to North Carolina. Exactly. <laughs> Woo, glad I got out of there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that should be uh should be interesting. I'm uh I'm somewhat excited about it. I'm just ready to like get all the stuff out of this apartment right now. Yeah, that seems like such a fucking <clears throat> you just like you have a mover set up? Like how are you Oh, uh, essentially my dad came today cuz like earlier I was like, man, I really need to get rid of some of this stuff and I just called my dad. I was like, "Hey, you want to come to Raleigh?" He's like, "Yeah, I'll be there around 12 o'clock." I was like, "Cool." So then like we threw stuff away and all that jazz. And now everything you see in this room is what I need to throw away. 
Yeah. So that's it. So it's solid. Yeah. We got cash out here. Yeah. Cash. It's a, it's a real trap. Me. It's a real trap. It's a trap house. Got a bed. Got a mattress on the floor. I got cash in front of me. All right. <laughs> yeah. I got no food. Yeah. I, I only I, I trap. Brought, I brought you food. You did bring me food. Yeah. The podcast has been unofficially sponsored by Chronic Tacos. Mm. That's Chronic Tacos. Yeah, it has some black employees. That's that's awesome. Yeah, good <laughs> on you, Chronic Tacos, for those black folks in there. That's good. I was like, yeah. Was it a, a black girl? Highly surprised. Yeah, Where? she had, she had one of those um like those feline contacts in the one where you're like, oh, that's you've never talked to your dad. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I feel like yeah, there's some of those things like that in hair color. So like there should they it. need to make like a handbook where it's like what color corresponds to what daddy issue that she has. I love she's this. like neon. She's magenta. Figure, figure it out. Yeah. What's the? Uh, like, oh, her dad took her to prom, and it's like weird. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's your? <laughs> oh man, SJWs are gonna come for you. <laughs> are they listening to the Who's to Say by Grant Sheffield? They don't. Yeah. I can't even get them to come and do the podcast. But it's oh, fine. Yeah. Anyways, um, what's the next show you got coming up? Oh shit. Oh, uh, I'm doing a Ben Malone show. Oh, hundred percent! I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah, hundred percent comedy. I'm excited for that cotton company. I'm trying to figure out what that is. Is uh, they is they like sell paper or whatever? Well, that's the cover. They sell paper, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. Mm, you yeah, sell yeah. paper, right? You sell yeah. something else. Yeah. But uh, it's in it's in wait for it's a fun show. Me, Maddie, Shoddy, Tank did that one last. Yeah, one. the inaugural really one. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, the last one looked really fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it looks like a cool space. I mean, I'm on, I've never been to Wake Forest. What is it like? Is it like rich white people? It's rich white people in a small town. Yeah. Like they have like Woke a, forest? Huh? Not woke at all. No. Jeez. <laughs> the, it's funny. Early I was actually uh, coming here like on like Durant Road or whatever. And I, like, Jesus, this place is black. <laughs> yeah. Draymond Green Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be LeBron James Avenue. They crossed it out after he got traded. All right. Side with the cats. That's hilarious. I've been living here for this long. I never even thought of that. Um, so I'm coming down the road. And there's this, uh, I don't know, it's like a Chevy Silverado, and it has like a Confederate flag on the back, and it's just waving in the air like it belongs here, which it probably does. <laughs> this is a very white uh, area, as you can tell when you pull it up in the joint. Like, me and like two other people in this building are like non-whites. Uh-huh. And that's pretty much it. Like, <laughs> You're people- told that every day. Oh, There's yeah. like an announcement. That comes oh, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> It's good though. I I like this place, but I'm ready to get out because I've been here for two years. Yeah. Usually I move from a place like every first year. time being invited. Shut up, Michelle. Okay. We've been. I've asked you to hang before. Yeah, and I've said what? Busy. No busy. way, dude. Dude, you've been so busy. I've been so busy for doing what? That's a great question. Why didn't you call me out? You're just like, you're like ah, I'm not gonna try. Yeah. You really wanted me to. You've been like what? Call me out. Dude, You're the person that calls people out on that. I do. Oh, I call people out too much. <laughs> I need to shut up most of the time. <laughs> like uh, I remember last was it this year, or last year, I hit you up and I was like, I was like, did you go to the mic? You're like, yeah. I was like, did you do new jokes? You did on those old crusty ass jokes for no reason. Yeah, it just hurt my feelings. I think I was just angry because I couldn't go to a mic and I knew you were going. I was like, he better be fucking doing new jokes. Yeah, not the classic three jokes he always does. Yeah, yeah, mic. yeah, yeah. It's like I was like half and half lying through my teeth. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> half and half. Um, yeah, the only the, I wish I went to. It was like a couple months where I didn't go to Neptune's, but Neptune's was always the mic where I was like, "All right, you get four minutes a month. Yep. Every every set should be new. Mm-hmm. So that way you had you go through like a forty eight minutes in a year. You know, yeah, it's a good yeah. metric. I, I'm stuck to that. Just like 
four new minutes right just for that mm-hmm. um i think that's something a lot of people yeah and i think the, good, the pressure of good nights when you start it kind of still has it even though i shouldn't have it anymore because I'm, 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 we're hosting there right it just feels like every anytime i get three minutes or five minutes i need to like go up there and like destroy just to get booked on which i, I don't think it matters anymore because brandy so knows us doesn't matter anymore but like, what's more important is like her seeing you do new stuff and actually failing on not you sure. failing on stage yeah no like, that's my advice for sure <clears throat> brandy really looks at that yeah and she she's like all right he's trying so yeah do new stuff yeah Trying to, you know, just try to build out longer sets and all that. What's unless your, it's your, unless it's your like your first first few times, you're not like. Once you're a person that like gets on, yeah, you know, yeah. a couple times a month at the very least. Oh yeah. Having to raffle. Yeah. As soon as like, I don't know. I feel like it doesn't matter initially because oh, she's yeah. not like oh she, he's just some guy that's trying to get a bucket list off. Yeah. Not wasting her time. Yeah, I mean it's not really worth it because you got so many comics around who are trying to get like a spot here and a spot there. Then you start getting guest spots. You're like, oh, I got a guest spot, and I didn't really ask for. It. I just came to hang out. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll come to shows just to hang out. People are like, you want to go up? I'm like, no, nah, dude, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. When I host, I ask everyone around me, do you want to go up? Do you want to go up? Do you want to go up? No, I do. I'm like, I just want to yeah. not be in my apartment. Is all. Yeah, yeah. And now I got to work too. Yeah, I don't comprehend that. I don't know. If I'm not up, there, me like me, we were like me, Canyon Frick, was like, can you believe we didn't fucking get up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're so entitled. <laughs> like three three months in, or like all three of us, we would just like bounce off each other. I can't. We we're here every week because yeah. <laughs> it's what you deserve. We park in the parking lot. Maybe it, maybe exactly. Yeah, that's all we do, and then we feel entitled. When was the last time you talked to Sam Prickett? I uh, he came here a couple. What was it? A month ago? Yeah, a like a month ago. ago a few yeah. weeks ago. Had lunch and stuff. Nice. Where'd you guys um, go? Kenyon was. I don't even remember. I think Kenyon was here. Okay. He, I saw Kenyon before I went to India. Nice. So well, I saw Sam when I got back. Um, I was in India for way too long, dude. Oh yeah, five I know weeks. you. Uh, t- five weeks. You told me it was like pretty hot. Yeah, pretty hot. I missed like this, like just and then like America. Yeah. This too, but like just hanging the because I was with my parents for like thirty days. Okay. There's no, and I didn't get to like travel with my cousins. I was like, you just go to cities and like, okay, this is that. All right, cool. It's like literally going down a list of landmarks. I'm like, all right, let's take pictures here. Boom, oh. next place. That doesn't sound like it's, it's so it's not like I have any real memories of the place. Yeah, like I, the memories I made were like talking to people on trains. I'm like, oh, you're just gonna you're just gonna shit right there. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the thing that's good about a trip. Like, uh, not actually doing the tourist stuff. I'd rather be around like regular people. Yeah, it'd be cool to like go with some friends there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or at least have some friends there because like the thing, if I don't get friends with here, I have to like go and educate them, which is fine. But like, I kind of just want to like. Not have to explain what every dish is or why we. Oh yeah, see, I'm simple when it comes to eating uh, in different places. Like I'll eat whatever as long as it's not fishing. Other than that, we're cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I mean that's the reason why you go somewhere different. Like uh, whenever, whenever I went to Dubai, it's not like I wanted to go to like a fast food restaurant. I wanted to eat like regular food, whatever regular people eat. Uh, When I went to Puerto Rico, what was that in Dubai? Um, so I had like, uh, I had like chicken falafel? shawarma, falafel, or, yeah, all that stuff. It was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I eat chicken shawarmas here because I go like was to, it, is it? How does it compare? Is it like New York pizza pizza? Yeah. Which, it's more... Which I think is contrived. I mean, I feel like we can do pizza here. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? I mean, I went to New York. I don't, you've been to New York before, right? Not like since when I was a kid. It's been a long time. When I went to New York uh, a few years ago, I went to New York when I was... Nine months into doing stand-up. Because I wanted to check, see what all the hubbub was about. All right. Um, Got booked on the salary immediately. Of and, course. Yeah. You know, Sinbad style. First year, professional. Uh, but no, I went 
and I went to like this pizza joint, and uh, <clears throat> I had the pizza, and it wasn't amazing. I was like, this is fine. Did you go to one of those spots that are like that's been there for like ninety years? Yeah, it's like, this pizza spot, like, there's you can't even sit down on this joint. All you can do is order your food and go outside and eat. Mm. That's a literal hole in the wall pizza mm-hmm. joint, and mm-hmm. I was like. This is fine. Yeah. It cost me $2.50, just like it cost me here. Okay. And I've had better pizza here. Not that they don't make good pizza in New York, because maybe I just went to the worst one, but, like, it was fine. Yeah. There was a pizza joint on every corner in, like, uh, Manhattan. So, mm. they all taste about the same. Yeah. They say something about the water there. Or maybe, maybe it's just, maybe they care. Maybe it was, like, shipped, shipped from Italy. and I don't, I don't know what. I don't know. Indian food here does suck, though, com- like compared to what I have had and what my mom makes at home. There's a place um, that I like to go to on Glenwood. Do you know what I'm talking about? What's it called? I don't know. <laughs> Some random spice name? It Saffron, is. coriander. That's the- you might be onto something. Yeah, no, that's yeah. mostly up. They're just like, this is what we use. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here are the ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say... Uh, they don't put it on the menu. They're just like, listen, figure it out. Oh, here we go. So I, I want to say it's like... Indian and uh, Nepalese. Oh, kebab and curry? No, that's not. That's, no, not that's Hillsborough. Not, I haven't been that's, to that one. that's trash. Is that's, it really? That's for um, college students. That's too. on Hillsborough, right? Yeah. Okay. It's for college students that don't want to leave campus. Uh, so, it's there's some okay spots, like, um, but there's no real. Now we're just doing a Yelp review for Indian restaurants. I yeah, feel that's. Like. I mean, if I if I get on the podcast, we're just talking about what I want to talk oh, about. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. You're taking over. You're derailing the whole thing. Yeah. Who's to say? All right, we're having fun. I uh, I think. Ooh, I say this. I left yeah, go my for first bad review on Yelp. Okay. On Google reviews, just because like it was on my phone. I was like, right, I'll just put stars. And the owner immediately was, "Hey, what can I do? What happened?" And I gave him a two stars. And the owner was like, "What can I do to help?" Like, I mean, is there anything to do? And what? I like, freaked out and I gave him a five stars. Just on that confrontation. <laughs> I was like, oh, nothing. Uh, five stars. You're amazing. You're like, I got big thumbs. It was an accident, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's crazy, you want me dude. to clean up afterwards? I don't know. <laughs> it's not bad at This was uh, Kebab and Curry, or where was this for? This is on. It's called Hangover Grill. Actually, my review might still be on there. I got to change it. That's before, funny. Before this comes out. But. That's fine. What do you think the people from but there are going to The thing is, like, I got a burger there, and it was burnt. Oh, well, you should have left it. I would have made it one. I'm like, your burgers are trash, I've been there, bro. like, three times. I'm like, okay. Mm. Guy there is really nice. Service is great. Maybe if you don't get a vegetarian burger like I have to get, it'll is be it fine. Black bean. <laughs> and I was just stupid. I was like, this bean is burnt. <laughs> like, sir, it's black bean. I'm like, you're burnt. Yeah. You're black bean. <laughs> like, what? I don't, I don't really understand. Um, oh, the best Indian food I've had, I want to say. Um, it's probably say, New York. I want to see you haven't gone there. The place in Glenwood was really good. I think my sister-in-law cooked. There's okay. The thing is here is it'll probably get good just because so many Indians are coming back. But like Indian food here is for white people. Yeah, for sure. Like the Indian spots, I take my friends predominantly white people too. Obviously, it's Apex where we live. Yeah, but I'll like Raleigh's where I can really stand. Like I'll take Prickett, I've taken Maddie, I've taken a bunch of people. I'll yeah. take you probably. Yeah. But like the places are like Sukadias, which like the first time any white person ever comes in, like is with me. Like when I when they come, like the employees just stare at them. They're like what yeah, yeah yeah i thought we paid our bills like why are they <laughs> why we we did everything right why is this happening yeah, yeah. um so it's like that those are the places you want to go mm, okay Where, like they don't understand what my, i have to order for them or they just look at me and hand me the cash perfect i just became like a valet i'm like, like yeah this is 19 dollars. <laughs> this is what you want you want you know yeah i like that 
Um, yeah, it's kind of hard for me to like explain. Like, if you want to go get like, like the food I take is like chaat. I don't even know if you know what that is. It's like drunk food in India. Chaat. It's like you know samosa chaat, dalbori, all that shit. Um, it's like a whole category. It's like this. This difficult to explain. Just be like, listen. You're probably gonna like it or not, but like at least you can figure it out with me. Yeah. I feel like somebody asked you one time outside of Good Nights if you spoke Indian, and I think you busted out laughing. May possibly. I no, say- I think someone said, "Do you speak Indian?" So they had it yes. half right. Yes. Who? That was like recently. Maybe I don't remember who it was. I do remember someone asked me like, "Hey, do you speak Indian?" Because they were like close. Yeah, I was like, "Ooh." I mean, I don't speak Hindi. Um, for the people that were like, "Oh, he speaks Indian," like that are listening right now, they can't tell. I speak yeah. Tamil, um, which is a big thing. I regretted not learning Hindi before I went to. Like in India, because in North India, that's all they speak. Yeah. So there, every, every single time, I would just be like, "Hey, Dad, what did you ask?" And he's like, "I just asked what the time was." And it was just like, I was like, I was, I was helpless. Yeah. I couldn't have conversation with people, so it was just like, "Okay, this is the Taj Mahal." Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't really. The only conversation I had was like, were like tourists oh, that were there okay. with me, and they just thought I was gonna try to scam them because I'd be like, "Hey, are you guys from America?" They're like, "Get away from me." <laughs> you know, I was like, because they're told, like, hey, when you go to like throw, you're gonna be safe. They're trying to scam up to you. They just come up to you. Okay. But I'm just trying to figure out like what's going on with the Pusha T Drake shit because I don't have Wi-Fi. And they're like, <laughs> you need to leave. And I'm like, I need it. Who is added on? Like, who yeah. is the? I didn't even care for that beef, dude. That week was so tough when I lost Wi-Fi there because we were on like going up to North and you had like SIM cards there yep. because of like terrorist attacks. Mm. So they don't, they can't track you if you don't have your SIM. So you couldn't really get Wi-Fi anywhere. Mm. Um. And that's when that I don't know if you remember that be- that week was like the Trump North Korea shit. Yep. Uh, Roseanne. Yep. The Pusha T thing, and then the Ken- uh, the beginning was like Kanye West like going getting on Trump's dick. Yeah, yeah. All that shit happened like a ten day span of me now. And you had nothing. And I got like the beginning snippets. I had no idea. Literally, like I convinced. <laughs> a, I had to teach this random Indian guy I met what rap was just so I could listen to the songs. <laughs> what was that think, conversation like? So I was like, okay, so there's this guy. Right, there was this group called Run DMC, and I just started from the history. <laughs> I was like, "All right, and yeah," and I just had to like literally break that down, just so I could like, "Thank you, let me use YouTube." And then, yeah, yeah. And then I figured out if you're in India, you don't get like our YouTube; you get India's YouTube. Really? Like, you, yeah, you get India's Twitter. So like, all my Twitter moments would be like, "Oh, Modi does this, signs this bill." I'm like, "Oh, it's I guess the world's fine." I didn't realize that. Yeah. And then I and then like and then I just went on yeah like Google or like Googled like some random shit. And, like, I found out about all this shit that was going to happen in America that no one in India cares about, so they're not going to yeah. report about it. Yeah. Um, the occasional that. Trump stuff happened. Like, the thing is, I learned in India, like, no one really has a problem with Americans in India. They just have a problem with, like, the government. Oh, like, Americans are like, what if I go to Syria? They're going to hate me. They don't, they don't hate you. They hate, like, the government. Right. So this is the thing. When I went to Dubai, I, I was talking to my brother. And the, first, the thing he said that kind of stuck with me is that uh, over there – they got their own shit going on. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about what's happening they over here. They care about you. Unless it bothers what they're doing. Just like people and their neighbors. I don't give a fuck what he's doing next door. Yeah. Unless it completely deals with, like, me. Yeah, to them, Trump is, like, <laughs> funny that we, he got to... They're not, like, like scared of him in any way. Yeah. Um, uh, not really. I mean, they're, they're like, how, they were, like, kind of laughing. Like, oh, you got... Well, you we're know. easily the laughing stock of the world. Mm-hmm. Which I get. Even though we run it. Even though we run it. Like, when I went to India, I was, I was like, holy shit... <laughs> In America's crushing it. Like the amount, <laughs> it's staggering, dude. Yeah. This because the problem with India is like India, um, for it to get like str- like there's literally politicians that will be like, I'm building more toilets, and they're like, this is what I want to hear. <laughs> this is what I want to hear because that's that's really a problem. Jeez, dude. Like you know how like they'll fix roads here with yep. like asphalt or tar or whatever. Right, right. There it just seems like they fill it with shit. 
<laughs> I'm like, all right, let's bring <laughs> just pat it Toby down. down. Yeah, like a whole like they're like, hold it, hold it, hold it. There's a hole on uh, on I-43. Like we gotta go, we gotta go to. Um, the but literally, the, that'll be a platform. They're like, I don't want to hear about gun control. Where are the goddamn toilets? Just because like <laughs> the infrastructure is so hard in India, it's hard to build plumbing. Yeah, like septic tanks are like the way to go because like you'll try to build something and be like, oh fuck, there's a temple here. Mm. That's been here for like three thousand years. I can't really try. And the amount of temples in India, there's there's like, there's like you know Michigan's like the land of thousand lakes. Yeah. There's like tons of towns that are like the lands of thousand temples. There's just a temple in every. Na- there's like four temples in a neighborhood. Really. In a cul-de-sac kind of situation. It's like yeah, I don't want to walk more than for more than four minutes. You know. I get that. So you temp- temples everywhere, and you can't like br- it's fucking sac- like India's so religious. Mm-hmm. It's not secular <coughs> like America is. Um, I mean, you can practice your religion, but like you got to go hard. Mm. You know, it's kind of like you versus everybody. Yeah, yeah. So you, you can't be like, no, n- not devout. Yeah. And also the thing is, when you go to a third world country, you're going to become more religious. Like, this is the struggles around you. It's more real. Like, I would be praying just like, oh, please don't let this train be late. Because there'll be trains that'll just be like nine hours late. Like, yeah, a, a cow is sitting there. All right, all right. That's okay. That's fuck. And that's another thing about India. Like, Farmers don't give a fuck about their cows because they don't know it's not going to mess with them. Mm-hmm. So they just let the cows like eat whatever they want and they'll come back. Yeah. Like here, they're like funnel corn down their mouths. <laughs> but there, they're just eating whatever. You know, they're healthy and like, come back because no one's going to like kill it. Yeah. They're like geese. They're like huge geese, essentially. Like geese crossing from <laughs> the suburbs. <laughs> okay. So you just kind of like got to wait like hours. What was like the, the first day like in India? Like when you first landed, because I know it's a few connections. Crazy. Okay, so I I landed at like two a.m. there. Okay. And fifteen hour flight, sixteen hour flight. Yeah, I had two flights. I had from here to Newark. It was like three hours, two hours, and then that to um, so that was straight to Delhi. Okay. Which was sixteen hours, and then Delhi to Chennai, which is like two hours. So big plane, uh, small plane for that last flight. Um, I mean, it was it was, uh, like a hundred seater. Okay, I'm always curious about like people's experience on small planes because I had one time when I was like in a tin can coming back from like. Oh yeah, they're not great. I, the the one that I came back from like Newark was like 90 minutes, but I was like sitting next to the bathroom. Jeez, dude. Yeah. Like I had one, I had one plane. It was so fucking small. I'm pretty sure I was flying that motherfucker. That's how small it was. Yeah. Like legit, everybody was in first class in this plane. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those ones. What was that first day like though? Um, dude, it was fucking hectic. Every day in India was like hectic as fuck. Was it? I didn't really get to relax. I never really got to, like the way my dad planned the trip was the only relaxing you got was on the train right to the next place. Mm. It was like eight hours, so you could just sleep. Okay. But the rest of that was like heat, AC car, heat, AC car, and that shit like is actually kind of bad for you because your body can't really handle that. Mm-hmm. And like you'll get sick from that. You're just gonna because your yeah. body temperature fluctuates. Something. Your body's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Um, I never really got sick from food. I was doing a good job of that. Here's a tip. If you go to any third world country, buy bottled water. Mm-hmm. You got to do that. Like go to any restaurant. Um, sometimes you'll go to a home and they'll be like, Hey, can I get you some water? Make sure they don't walk to a well. If okay. they're like, they're like, if they like pick up a bucket, they're like, you want some water? You're like, no. <laughs> you're like, no. <laughs> uh, cause, cause you, cause your body's not ready. Yeah. yeah. Like you ain't ready. Like, I don't care if you're a thug, <laughs> like you'll have, you'll have dysentery. Uh, yeah, you'll have some Vietnam War trench disease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Suge Knight. Okay. That right. a, that'd be kind of funny. Suge Knight had dysentery. I would, I'm scared of Suge Knight. I don't know Are why. 
Dude, I did this thing. Sounds uh, scary. Like two years ago, I tweeted something about like Suge Knight and like a Suge Knight like <laughs> group followed me on Twitter. I was like, no more Suge Knight tweets. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's funny. Suge Knight, Suge Knight group, uh, County Clayton's own comedy. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. Let's, don't get me started on that place. Yeah. No, I, I, I hope. I haven't gone back. I need to go back and do some stuff there. They are just reopened, I think. Yeah, they reopened. For uh, the fourth time. Yeah, probably. that's a lot of reopens. I don't know, dude. I don't know about that shit. What's, yeah. uh, oh, you said that you had like a pretty bad bomb at Good Nights the first time mm-hmm. not the first time but like the next time you came back what jokes did you do you remember oh you're talking about like three years two year and a half years ago yeah same jokes maybe i tweaked it a little bit okay um <clears throat> i didn't really have i only remember that one joke just because i did that one joke for like six months seven months because it's mm-hmm. like my one joke that worked yeah like i remember the first time i went up i just thought of like weird shock humor shit yeah, yeah, yeah. you know because you're gonna i was in that for a while mm-hmm. um but yeah, I mean that I, I you were really just I mean I don't really think any joke I wrote the first 8 months mattered because it's yeah. all about getting on stage and getting your stage presence. Definitely. Um and then you start figuring out how okay, this is how I write a joke and this is what I do. But like it, it, it takes a while. Once you get the stage presence, everything else just falls into place. Yeah. It's just you have to go up. I remember like it was like a bull and the bear or something. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah, 8 or 8 or 9 months in when when I got off stage and then Kenny was like, oh, you became a comic. But it took like eight months. Yeah. It takes a while. Yeah, for sure. I remember. Uh, Just because you're not like yeah. nervous on stage. I remember Kenyon was like, uh, he was talking shit about you. Like after he noticed that you had stage presence that he didn't have yet. I mean, Kenyon has stage presence. He just doesn't see it as that. Because uh-huh. uh, he walks up there and like Kenyon does his jokes. And this is something I've said to Kenyon. Kenyon knows this. Kenyon goes up there and he does his jokes. And he will, as I like to say, he will assault you with his jokes until... You yeah. laugh at yeah. those jokes, and then he'll—you can see him visibly get comfortable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which you really don't need. Sure, you don't really see that people like three years in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. He'll be like, "Oh, his folders are going to start smiling." <laughs> like his dad just came back into his life. <laughs> well, yeah, you did. Like his I, mom was like, "I got a Publix promotion," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, thank God." Delhi? <laughs> what is it? Delhi now? Yeah. <laughs> I do remember when, uh, whenever you got like more comfortable on stage, because Kenyon said something to me. He's like, "But Shaw, up there, like he's been doing comedy for years. Only been for doing for like nine, ten months." I was like, "It's fine. <laughs> he's a, he's supposed to get better. Yeah. If he gets worse, that's bad." Should ask me. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. fine. But yeah, yeah. Um, Kenyon's a good wall for comics because mm-hmm. when you start, you're like, "I guess, I guess, I quit now." But you sh- if you don't, you're good. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think. Um, as far as like the new comics now, um, yeah, he gave it to a lot of Raleigh guys. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people who are like newer now probably will end up stopping pretty soon. Huh? Wait, what? Like a few, like there are some comics now who like started not too long ago. I'm like, yeah, they're they're fine, but I don't know how long they're really gonna keep. It. Oh yeah, they're gonna get a pe- job or something. Because some people have like you know other stuff going on. Yeah, I think the when the time I've had been here has been probably been an outlier. Like the amount of new talent. That propagated in like three or four years is crazy, right? Yeah, like uh, the triangle scene has definitely had a boom in comics. Yeah, especially people come from like Greensboro, Winston, those guys. Yeah, Wilmington. Like Reed moved yeah. down here. Yeah. Um, Micah moved to Durham. Um, the Wilmington comics have been coming up to Raleigh more often. Sure. All because of yours truly. Why is that? Every time I go to Wilmington, I legit tell them, come to Raleigh. Come to Raleigh. Come to Raleigh. Yeah. And then... 
And then me and Kenyon are tweeting at them. Please don't. You're taking our spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> no, because like you know, I would go down there to Wilmington and I would see comics. And I'm like, oh man, this guy's this guy's funny. He should come and like try to do open mic at good nights or whatever. Get on. <laughs> okay, you said a good nights. I thought you were like, this guy's funny. You could probably you should probably do an open mic in Raleigh. <laughs> Set you up with the bull and the bear. Oh, no, I would never do that. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, I feel like people should come out. So like, I was like Gerard, um, mm-hmm. whatever he was first starting, and. Um, Tyler, I kind of like nudged. I was like, hey, man, try to come up to Raleigh a little bit more, as much as you can. I mean, because, of course, it's not an easy drive. Two hours, that's a rough drive. Yeah, I mean, you can't even make the 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, especially, like, I got to go to Wilmington tomorrow for a show. Yeah. Two yeah, hours. I went to Wilmington Friday and then Charlotte for Saturday. That was a brutal drive. Because I had to go to Saturday for a 1 p.m. show, a brunch. Ooh. I got home at, like, 2 a.m. Oh, uh... Yeah, that was fun. That was Blair, Blair Nice. Got 50 people. Really? Oh, it was at the zone, wasn't it? That's like the best club. That yeah, it's such has, a I good think. room for. Um, yeah, no, that's a good spot. I think a lot of Raleigh comes reluctant to go up to Charlotte for the. I don't know if it's the drive, or if they've had bad experiences there. But it's once you get in, you're pretty in. Yeah, and like Charlotte comedy, um, they can't get up as much as we can in Raleigh. So which like, is weird because like their scene should be better. You, I was, I was, when I was there, I was thinking, I was like, why are there so many more places to get up? It's a yep. huge city. Yep. Like it, literally in Charlotte, every, I, from my sister's spot. Everywhere is at least 20 minutes away. Yeah. Because you have to get on this turn. Like, Charlotte's built like a circle. Yeah. So you have to, like, go through, like, loop. That's ah, a lot. It's ridiculous. What does your uh, sister do in Charlotte? Uh, she does, um, psych- she's a psych- clinical therapist. So, like, essentially people that, like, have get done drugs or went okay. to jail and their kids get separated. Yeah. She's the person that, like, brings the kid back into their life. I mean, like, hey, you can, like, pretty much trains them how to be a parent, kind That's of. That's cool. So, like, they interact for certain hours while her, she's present. Mm-hmm. My sister says so she does like ninety percent, probably more over work with black people, but she's still like weirdly like, uh, like like nineteen fifties racist. <laughs> she's trying not to be. I love you it. know what I mean. How like, so? Like my sister was like, you know what my humor is, and I was like, why? She's like black people humor, and I was like, what do you what do you mean? She's like, well, I watched Girl Strip, that Tiffany Haddish movie. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, and there was just something about it that was like, that's me. I was like, okay, well, let's relax. <laughs> she's like, that's me I love yeah, it but the thing is like my parents are of course racist and my sister's seven years older than me so like she's had a very different life than I had growing up so yeah, she yeah. was like the first chance so they were like implanting everything on her yeah and then when I they were, seven years later I was born yeah hopefully I was planned out you know let's Seven years later, you never know. Yeah. Like, like, I think that's just well-planned, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Either not. It's either really well-planned or, like, really not. It was only supposed to be one, but it's fine. Yeah. You, you tell yourself you were planned. Well, I mean, the first one was a girl. So, with any parents, you always want a guy. <laughs> you know, it's there like, you go. How are you going to make money? Yeah. How are you going to... Um, yeah, she's up there. Her husband's a PhD. Crushing it. Your family member married an Indian girl. Yeah, my brother. That's always interesting when a black guy marries an Indian girl. How so? Explain. We've had this conversation in private. I want to hear it right now on the podcast for people. Yeah, because I've been to like uh, those Indian weddings, and they're the most hypocritical, fun weddings I've ever gone to. Because when during the whole ceremony, I'm not watching the people getting married, the black guy. I'm watching, watching the audience. I'm watching the parents, bro. My, okay. they'll be, they're always facing the audience. I'm horizontal with the <laughs> binoculars at auntie's faces, just like, how is she gonna react? Yeah. yeah. Um, so the one I went to was like. Obviously, rich Indian. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, that's 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 one. Like, all right, you can go for like that. Those are the ones even like sure. Even considering what the girl wants. Right. Right. Um, another guy. 
uh, what was his name? Like Tiquan or something? So oh, black. God. His, his name was like Robert. He wasn't trying. He yeah. was black. Tiquan. I, like, I love when the parents like said his name. I was like, did you stutter? And they were like, no, it's Disney. Yeah, he, she met a really nice guy, Tequan. I'm like, damn, you guys are cool. <laughs> That's a text a lot, man. Yeah. I, like Grant. Yeah. Grant, are you kidding me? I got one of those in college. Like, that sounds good. <laughs> Tequan. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, why do you think that is that, uh, that is that this type the thing. of situation. Indians do not want their children marrying white people. Okay? okay. But they really don't want you marrying black people. Really? For sure, man. I'm not surprised, but I just want to hear yeah, why. Yeah, people are terrible. It's not I'm not glad of it. Like because of like my I remember my dad when my sister she got her marriage, but you gotta go get the license, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they were at a court and it's like they can't help themselves. It's like a it's like they're they don't understand mm. social structure. So there was like a black judge, you know, she was super nice. She got all this stuff happened. You know, the license of the, the way in my car, the way my dad was like, she was a really great black person. Like for a black person, she was really great. And I started yelling at him in the back. And he was like, he's like, what? What's wrong with you? What's going on? I was like <laughs> giving her a compliment. He, like I actually, I confused him so much at one some point. He's like, what? Do you not like black people? <laughs> he he like, he, 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 he turned that shit on me. <laughs> To them, it's like such a thing. He's like, he's literally, you know, for a black person, she was really great. Oh my god, that's like when people say. But that's like it doesn't make any sense, like logically. It's like ridiculous. why you don't have any contact? But there's no reason. But I think the reason is like Indians are in America and they're afraid of what white people are afraid of. Because mm, they try to adapt. Because the they're like we're afraid of white people. So like, what yeah, scares they, white what? people? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't even want to know, dude. Just keep that shit away. That is amazing. Because the thing is, like, but like uh, we have really, my family, we have really good res- relationships with Mexican people, okay, Latina people. Yeah, I think maybe it's grown up. But I don't know if that's just because skin color is similar. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Indian people, I've seen plenty of Indian people darker than you. Yeah, you know, I've met some Indian people a lot darker than me. So. But yeah, like my brother and my sister-in-law, like they're they're fine. Like yeah. I mean, I met her parents and they were cool, and her cousins and all that stuff. They were super I mean, cool. they got to be because they're like banished from every Indian family dinner party. They're like, we really got to be friends. <laughs> we got no one to talk to. Now, that was my favorite part when um, when she was like getting married. I could just see all of them like deleting her contact information. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to save some space in here. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so your um, sister, who did she marry? Michelle, what was the number of that pedophile that lived above you? <laughs> just get them in here. Um, uh, no, but the, my favorite part was like when they were like, you may kiss the bride. And she she kissed him. Yeah, I remember all the all the other you know we call aunties. I don't know if you guys are aware, but like you know called Mrs. And it's weird to be like, hi, Mrs. Patel. You just be like, hey, auntie. It's just mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. Which um, cultural appropriation from black people took from was like, hey, auntie, that's us. Mm-hmm. When uh, Michael B. Jordan did that in Black Panther. Yeah. And that became like a meme. It's like, what's up, auntie? And I'm like, relax, okay? okay? You need to show more respect, okay? All right. All right. That's hilarious. Um, but I remember when, like, the kiss the bride, all the um, all the other Indian aunties were like, this, there was a clapping. This is amazing. This is great. I'm so okay with it. This is awesome. Yeah. Like, I just see, like, the fakeness in them. Uh, how long ago was this when you went to this? Uh, it was a Jeez, black I went, Indian I went, wedding. I went, yeah, like, 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 three years ago. Three years ago. No, two or three years ago. Was it somebody you went to college with or somebody? No, my, they were family friends. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's how I. Uh, yeah, those I remember that happening. It was what? like around the time I think it was like before Mark Brady got married. Okay, shout out to Mark Brady. What's up, Mark Brady? All because, veins. Yeah, probably the funniest white guy when he says black stuff. Yeah, my favorite. Right, it's hilarious. Right? Like he's like he has this one bit that is encapsulate why he is funny. Is that one bit about like 
uh, when he gets confused, someone mistakes him for a black guy doing a white guy. Oh, impression. the Marcus joke. Yeah. That, yeah, 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 yeah. I was that encapsulates that's him. White Mark Brady is a black guy doing a white guy impression. Yes. Which is why he crushes in every room imaginable. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and would, his talent. I don't want to shit on. He's yeah, he's, we yeah. know he's super funny. Yeah, it's not his. It's not his voice. That this is what I'll say about like the race thing. I feel like uh, different cultures. Um, Mm, it's not like uh, let's say if I was to like marry your sister or something like, even mm-hmm. though she's already married I can't be a fucking bum if I don't be black I'm at least yeah, gonna you have to have money. you gotta be you gotta yeah. be running for office yeah like you're not gonna be fucking making 20 grand a year you better be making like 300,000 cause that's the only thing they can fall back on like well yeah, he's well, black but he makes money well the people's any people's image of black people is like they're poorer so if you're like anything other than that they're like oh, okay I guess we were wrong that is amazing. Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah, they're not good people. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't bother me one way or another. But. Yeah, and for you guys getting weird, I'm doing a podcast with Grant. Like, I, I'm here in his home. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't get weird. I'm, yeah, they're not gonna get. They're not gonna get weird. I don't, I don't care know. if they do get weird. They, oh, yeah. they don't even send me emails about how good or bad the podcast is. So yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You uh, should do that though. Reach out to Grant. You got an email you want them to send? Yes. Yeah, so who's to say podcast at gmail dot com? There you go. It's all good. I don't want to read emails. Whom to say? Who's? I don't know. Okay. Jerk. Are you going to uh, you can go to Mike tonight? At Emmer's? Hell yeah. Shout out, shout out to John Tracy for taking my How about we shout out Tank Smith and that Trump tweets, Mike? $3 in Chapel That's Hill. Tonight? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Definitely doing that. <laughs> yeah, I might go to Emmer's. I might go to that. Yeah. Put some... It's like 15 minutes away. Let's do it. Mm. It's more like 20. Okay. Well, not if you speed. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Drive like my parents think you drive. Jesus Christ. That's hilarious. Um, Have you ever dated somebody of a different race and your parents knew about it? No. No. My one friend. Uh, of course not. Stop. Like, I feel like people don't realize how Indian I am. Like, I try to do jokes. They're like, oh, you're. But, like, I, I'm i the top of the caste system. I can, like, I used when I was a kid, I used to get paid to do rituals. Oh fuck! This is a funny story. I'm uh, ready. Yes, there's a, there's a ritual called a car puja. Puja okay. just means like prayer ritual. Okay. So a car puja is like when you get a new car, you get a, a blessed by a priest. So yeah. I would get hired to do those, and you get fifty one bucks every for every one. Just because my dad like taught me from a young age. Yeah. Um, that was like his midlife crisis, like teaching his son to do all that stuff. It was horrible. Yeah. But like I I could chant like a motherfucker. Really? Yeah. Um. So I do car pujas. And I remember, like, I would be saying, like, all these ancient, archaic words. Mm. And in the middle, I'd be, like, Nissan Altima. And they just keep going. Like, <laughs> didn't it just happen? I would um, love to hear that chant. That's it's hilarious. hilarious. It's, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty great. The, 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 the hypocrisy of my culture is pretty funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. My friend, um, our friend Ajmal, he's Indian. Um, he dates... Um, not Indians. Sure. Why wouldn't you? But his pa- his parents are also like very very strict. They say they know. Uh, it's kind of hidden. It's like, well, he's not. I don't think he's dating now. He's like in dental school. It's like they they know that he's like dating, but not like dating per se. It's not like it's like serious. Like I'm gonna get married to somebody who's not Indian, right? Because uh, he's also they're like Muslim. okay, you can have fun. Yeah. He's also Muslim as well, so oh um, yeah, that's another thing. Cause you got a whole different thing going on with you. Yeah, I'm Hindu, but Hindu is pretty strict. You want, do you want, do you want Hindus and Hindus? 
Yeah. They do the same thing like Christianity, The thing with too. Muslims, though, like, you can kind of convert into Islam. You can't really convert to Hinduism. Mm. Like, white people have been trying for decades and singing songs really? and doing yoga. You gotta, it's like Sicilian. You got to be born into that shit, especially as a Brahmin. Okay. Once you're not a Brahmin, you're not a Brahmin. It's like the opposite of the Marines. Okay. Like, you, once you out, you out, boy. Like, Brahmin, like we, don't, we don't want people to become Brahmin. It's, like, very it's like exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Um, which like sucks because like the only benefits are like not even being able to be meat and shit like that. Yeah. Being skinny your whole life. Like just weak malnutrition. Like I was born, mal- you know, you just, you were born underweight. It's good. For sure. And yeah, my whole life I'm like this. Um, but yeah, you have to, I, I'm at the top of the cat and it doesn't even matter anymore. Like there's no perks. Like back then you were above Kings. Yeah. Like you wouldn't be rich. You weren't allowed to like own land or anything. Cause you had to be like, you know, godly. Yeah. yeah. Right. But you're still, like, taken care of as far as, like, you know, your clothes. Anything you wanted, you could kind of have. Yeah. Um, except women. You were kind of expected to be celibate as far as unless you were married. Um, e- it's just like any old religion. I mean, the religion's like 11. It's like insanely old. It's 11,000 years old. Mm. Like, the religion started and then gods were born. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's that old. That's crazy. Like, they just added them like they were, like, adding amendments to the Constitution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Krishna's, like, 10,500 years old. That was cool. I went to India, and I checked out his, like, childhood home. It's like going to, like, Eli Whitney's museum house. (laughs) And I'm like, this is it? What was it like? It was was like like a temple, right? Okay. But the thing about North Indian temples are they're, like, they're, like, if you go to South Indian temples, you can kind of just chill there however long you want. But those are, like, get so much traffic. Mm -hmm. There's, like, people with sticks, like, beating shit. Not you, but, like, like, get the fuck out. You have three seconds to look at this. And you go. So it's, like, very str- It's not, like, fun. Yeah. Like, I, I like going to a temple and, like, kind of, like, meditating chilling out. That's yeah. cool. But when you got to go, like, four in a day just because your dad's, like, trying to get you to see everything. Mm. How long do you typically meditate for? Whenever you do. Whatever. I, I don't really cap it to keep track of time. Ooh. I'm on that another level. Okay. Time does not matter to me. <laughs> okay, next level. Until it feels right. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, until I forgive my dad. That's usually it. Nah. Does that take, like, four hours? I guess. <laughs> At least. Yeah. That's cool. What's your relationship with your parents like? You guys close or? Um, I mean, as close as you can be. All right. As a twenty-year-old, you know. What you oh mean? Well, yeah, that's all. I mean, your birthday's in November or December. Your birthday's in the fall, right? August. No. One month until I'm twenty-one. August. Because Kenyon's like a few months older than you. Yeah, that's just <laughs> like uh, like people at Good Nights are. They all know I'm t- underage. Yeah. Yeah. So they they won't let me drink there, obviously. Yeah. But they want me to so bad. They really do. It's like a weird enigma where, like, I remember, I don't know if Erica still works there, but she was like, I'm going to get you fucked up when you're 21. I was like, Jesus Christ. It was, like, threatening me. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. And like, drowning me in alcohol. I actually remember I was hosting for Andrew Santino, and some people had, like, sent me shots. Because mm-hmm. I, I was hosting. They sent me shots in the back room. And then I, I think it was Brandy or some waitress came out. She was like, Rochelle, these are all the shots they sent to you. I was like, oh, cool. And then they just started drinking it in front of me. Oh, my God. I would have flipped out, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I couldn't do anything. It was I like, like, it's free. It's yeah. free. The thing, the worst part is they could have just not poured it out. Like, they took the loss on the cost. <laughs> you know what I mean? They could have just been like, all right, we're not going to pour this because it's Michelle. We're just going to pocket the money. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they just oh, they just took turns. I'm, I'm a fan of that. That's hilarious. Um, I want to say, well, everybody, Kane and Prick, they were always drinking underage. Not at, not at like any establishments, but just like out with us. Sure, in like, cars and parking lots. And yeah, of course. Like, they would come over here and just like drink beers, and I was like, mm, it's fine, I guess. Yeah. I got beers in the fridge. I think they're bad, though. Yeah. I've had it for like a week. You drink Tecate? No. Me neither. Uh, I'm, I'm, I feel like 
beer is too much work. It is a lot of work. I don't. I just want to let's get fucked up. Let's go shots, bro. Yes, yes. And better. The thing is, I do something really pretentious now. Where I, I, I lie to myself that it's becoming a better person. Ugh. But I, I it's like Super a thing I want to live to. But it's something I want to live for. It was like, you know, when people are like, "What do you want to do in five years?" So I was just thinking, I was like, I'm just gonna start doing what I want Michelle to be doing in five years from now, which is drinking wine. So That's like, fancy. I only, I only drink wine now. Yeah, um, actually, Ngozi just started drinking wine not too long ago, and like he's kind of better. He kind of take... pulled me on to like the wine, the wine train. I'm like, yeah, it's not terrible. Like I've been drinking a little I more whites than reds. It differentiates you. It's like you go to a party and you just have a bottle of wine. You become like... Mellow Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have your white guy laugh. With your, I'm like, uh... hold on, I need to talk to Chris Rock real quick. Let's... Exactly. Yeah. Chris Rock's drinking like a fucking Jack and Coke. You got <laughs> I like think red he wine. Used to say the N word, like you're not Mellow Mike. Stop. <laughs> immediately lose the privilege to be Mellow Mike. I'm like, guys, can I do it now? What's it gonna be? <laughs> That's what I hear. Yeah. When you say that to any non-black person, you're gonna be Mel Mike. I'm like, yes, 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 please, yes, yes, thank you, yes, 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 so many times, yes. Let's play every rap song. Go, go, go! I've been waiting for this forever. That's hilarious. What did you do as soon as you got back from India? What was the first thing you did? Pass out. Take a good shower. Yeah. Pass out. The thing is, one of my mom's friends picked me up, so I had to act like a person. For like 40 minutes on the way back from the airport. Mm, I think you to... called me when you were in the airport. You're like, dude, I'm back. Yeah. I was like, you didn't just come back from like something super serious. Like you went on vacation. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you don't believe this. My dad paid for all of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You went on a white girl's trip. That's what you did. Oh my God, dude. The amount of white women I saw getting scammed. Really? Bro. Oh my God. I felt so bad. I went, I remember going to North. Like I literally was in a shop. Okay. It's like a kind of a touristy dive shop, and I was like talking. We're like haggling. I was like haggling the store owner, and then like this white couple walks in, and the store owner literally like shoves me out of the way. And is like, "Hey, how are you guys doing?" And then he just like goes into his sales pitch, <laughs> like I don't exist because he knows he can make ten times as much. Oh yeah, for sure. Right? Because those those guys are con- they're dumb and they're converting shit in dollars. Yeah. Like, oh, it's only eighty cents. Which mm. to them, too fair, not not that much. Right? Yeah, yeah. But for sure. I haggle just to like make the guy work for it. Yeah, yeah. And then that guy's like, oh, I'm going to feed my family for a week. I'm going to have water again. And I'm an asshole being like, no, I'm Indian too, man. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Squat up, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I get that. No, dude, that's... that's this is kind of fun. I like haggling. It's a good time. Yeah. I, I, well, what's your tactics when people haggle with you? Because you're actually really good. Because I, cause I remember when I was buying the car, I was like, listen, you make it set. We're negotiating. And I was like, listen, you get it to this price. We'll be there right now. Oh, and yeah. you were like, I'll just give you it in cash. Do you want me to just give it to you in cash? Which is like, yeah. Yeah. Um, see from, I guess when I'm haggling, um, I'm not going to let you win. I'll, this is the thing I'll do. I'll shoot myself in the foot. I'd rather not save the card than let you win. Really? Because I, I'll sell four more cars in like two days. I don't need you that bad. Like whenever I sold you that car, I had already sold two cars that day. Okay. So like, I didn't need you to buy the car, but I also knew you needed a car. And I was like, let's get this shit away. So I was talking to my manager. I was like, I don't really care what you got to do with it. I'm going to make $100 regardless if he does cash or if he finances this thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, I didn't care about that car. Who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah, there's no more money to take out of this car. Because, like, essentially, people get... Wait, if he went down any lower, you'd start losing money? I would have made the same amount of money regardless. So of, just give it to me, like, for $8,000. Yeah, there's no... They they literally can't sell you a car for $8,000. What's the what was the lowest I could have gotten on that car? Do you remember? You got that car for like what sixteen five something 17, like that? Seventeen three. Seventeen three. There was maybe another hundred bucks in there. That's what I was asking. I was like, can we go to seventeen two? Is that the is that breaking even at that point? Oh, the dealership had already lost money. 
On that car? Fuck yeah, dude. How? The markup in Corollas is like... Very slim. Yeah, I remember it was like bucks. listed price like 2100 $21,000. Yeah. The, it's like, there's $200 of markup in that car. Once we took even $300 off, they were losing money. But they still sell it just to get rid of it? Yeah, because once a dealership hits a certain number, then they get a bonus. Let's say if they sell 50 cars, they might get like a $10,000 bonus if they sell 50 new cars, right? Yeah. So that they made that money back by like fucking throwing all the shit away. That's how it is with every like, you know those commercials you hear on the radio? Like, oh, we're trying to sell 300 cars in 20 days. <laughs> They're like, we're trying to eat. Please come. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So if they My sell, wife doesn't talk to me. Yeah. Exactly. So once they hit like 120, 130% of their goal, they'll get a check for like 15, 20 grand. Damn. So, which is fine. And so that's weird. The salesmen <clears throat> are working for salesmen. 100%. Yeah. That's the thing about sales. You're selling for another salesperson. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean... I liked, I mean, at AT AT&T, I didn't really care so So much. So is the thing with car dealers, like, you're a good enough car salesman that you're opening your own dealership? Um, Either that or you open your own business that's not in cars. Like, your boss, are they, like, monster car salesmen? Oh, yeah, dude. These guys guys had records of selling something like 25, 30 cars a month, which is, like, unheard of in, like, small towns, right? But there are some... In, like, bigger towns, there are people who sell, like, 60, 70 cars a month. That's more than some used cars will sell in three months' time. Mm-hmm. So, like, me, I was hitting, like, 15, 20. These you were in a small town, right? Yeah. Because I was buying, I was looking at the same car in Apex. It was, like, 18. So, I got, like, 800 bucks off. Yeah. Coming, like, driving an hour farther. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess I like That's a pro sales. tip. They don't really tell you. Go buy a car in a small town. They need it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Always buy... <laughs> Buy cars in towns where the town looks like shit. Yeah. Right? Where they look at me, they look at you weird. They're like, why? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you here? Like, it's it's funny in small towns, the type of racism they have. Like, uh, everybody I work with, of course, they, they know I'm black. They see you're Indian and they're like, who's the Indian guy? I was like, I'm black. It's not like I'm white. Yeah. Like, in this one time, I can be white since it's somebody who's of a different race than both of us. Like, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, like, Grant, you were hitting your quota. <laughs> <laughs> but, <said>. yeah. <laughs> there's no money in those cars, dude. Yeah. Like, I've sold Camrys for, like, $7,000 off. And I all, like, as soon as we take, like, 1000 or $2,000 off, I've already made $100. So, I was like, I don't care. Yeah. As soon as I hit, like, car number 15 or so, I so get, So, do like, you get fired? If you sell the car, what what I, like why didn't you just sell me that car for like fifteen k? Oh, because I can't. I literally can't. What's your what was your so your bottom was like a hundred dollars more, and at that point you're like, hey, I can't. I'm not authorized to sell you. This so car. literally, I, there's no way we can sell it because like uh, only the owner can sell it for a certain number. If that makes sense. So if I can, if I go in there, I'm like, hey, they want to buy this car for fifteen grand. It's a twenty thousand dollar car. They can be like, yeah, he can go fuck himself because yeah. I'm not gonna get fussed at tomorrow in the meeting by a manager by the owner by taking five thousand dollars for a car that we're only gonna make four hundred dollars off. Yeah. So yeah. the math doesn't add up. Not yeah. to mention your finance guy, ta-da, is gonna be like, this is a dumb deal. Finance guys, keep this in mind. Don't work in car business, but keep it keep these numbers in mind. My finance guy at my dealership, he was making about one fifteen. What does that mean? A year? Yeah. Pretty good? Yeah. You're sitting in a car dealership. You're making $115,000 a year in a small town. Think about what you can do like New York City where you're getting more traffic. Like, you could probably clear two hundred grand easily. Yeah. But like, he was making plenty of money. And he was spending money on like redneck shit. Like, I want to go buy some guns. Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm telling only you. 
<laughs> he just wanted you to know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's going to protect his home. But it's yeah, like, like you want. I want to have you for dinner, or he's like, I want to have you over for target practice. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that was. Uh, Where your good sneakers? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Yeah, uh, sales is fun. I, it's fun depending on what you're selling. Yeah, if you're selling something you don't give a fuck about. Like me, AT&T, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Yeah, and you tell me you make like $3 a phone sale. Yeah, like the phones don't make you any money. Like people are like, oh, I want to get a new iPhone. It, like I told you, it can be a phone that costs $1,000, a phone that exactly. costs 100 Exactly. Why don't they just make it for 400 which I'm sure they are. Oh, yeah, they definitely could. So why aren't you just getting like 80 bucks? Because the, the, uh, the phones are so expensive that the companies don't make any money. Like AT&T, Verizon, They Sprint. make money off the... The they data they make, and shit. off the data, the plans, and then if they sell like entertainment, like TV, internet, they make money off of that. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they don't make any money off that. They they literally probably make all of maybe a few bucks on selling like a new phone. Mm-hmm. So like, I didn't care for that shit. And then people were like, oh, you should sell direct TV. I was like, I don't even have direct TV at home. Yeah, yeah. I got internet with Spectrum right now. Yeah, I went on a couple of those uh, pyramid scheme interviews. Really? Where they, yeah, you got to wear you wear a suit over there, and they're wearing a suit, and then they're like, "Yeah, this is golden source marketing." Uh, and then you're like, ten minutes, you're like, "Oh, you guys just sell direct TV?" Yeah, I went. I had an interview with them. I had a joke I did for two days. I did that joke for two days, and I threw it away because I was like, uh, "I think the joke was like, you ever had, uh, you ever been? What was something stupid? It was like essentially, I've had so many jobs that once I did an interview for a job I already had. Yeah, because that's what that job was. Like they were like, "All right, so you're gonna come in." <laughs> and uh, you're going to be inside of a supermarket. And it's good that you sell direct TV. It's good you already sell direct TV, Grant. It's great. It's great. I was like, okay. He goes, you're going to sell direct TV in Sam's Club, Costco. Everywhere. everywhere. You're a star. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And he's like, you, you think you're good to come right for a second interview? I was like, I'll definitely be there. I'll ghost to his ass. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm not going to do the job I'm already doing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it beside the eggs. In the fucking <laughs> yeah, grocery yeah. store. Yeah, yeah. It's stupid. You're just looking at a person like, oh, God, he gets to stand next to the breads, those free samples. <laughs> exactly. He gets all those free out. samples. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, you got to work your way up here, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was, a, that was a trash job. Like, I I think uh, Banker's Life was another one that was similar to that. They uh, they sell insurance, mm-hmm. but it's like door to door. Yeah, dude, those jobs. Ugh. Couldn't do that. Yeah, they, they got to, like, trick people into coming up. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't tell you until, like, you're into the interview. Yeah, we're like 40 minutes in. I still don't know what I'm doing. And then they're like, <laughs> all right, so you're going to be door to door. two No, like three days a week. Two days a week, you're going to be on the phone on the phones from 9 to 5, calling, trying to make appointments. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good on that. Yeah. Because I just don't care. So. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I call like B2B, so it's easy shit. What's that like working B2B? Uh, people don't well, know B2B well, you're is calling business. people to like actually make them make more money. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're sure. not calling people, like, hey, do you want to watch more TV? They're like, because people feel guilty about that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't really want to watch more. That's something, I mean, it's like a weird sin. Yeah, right, right. The thing I'm selling, I'm like, hey, I'm going to bring more people for you to get yeah. more cases. So it's kind of easy. Yeah. Plus, I'm like, hey, I'm also a blonde white girl. They're like, I don't have what's up. So. Yeah, Jenna Wilson. <laughs> I For some weird reason, I felt like they spent hours on figuring out her name, like, perfectly being like, all right, what's going to, yeah, yeah. what's going to make that cock heart? <laughs> <laughs> Jenna Wilson. That's funny. It uh, is Jenna is a good name. Like it's, a it's name. sultry. It's like she's young. That's uh that's Reed's girlfriend's name. Shout out to Reed Pegram. Okay. It's a good name. Okay, sure. I like the name. Yeah. I know I'm saying it's like if Jennifer is like kinda like formal, but like Jenna, yeah. it's like a fun yeah, it's like yeah. a girl you meet at a bar. It's like quirky or whatever. Yeah. 
Um, I think like a lot of thought process went to that probably. Probably, I would imagine they spend a lot of they spend companies spend so much money on nothing. I'm sure they spent that nothing money on this. Yeah, it's kind of funny, but like like middle school, me and my friends in high school would just catfish people like on Reddit and stuff. Okay. We were on like those four chan group, yeah, yeah. and now I get to do that as a job. Like That's pretty good. Like people think they're like, dude, you must be so lucky being able to do comedy and doing what you love. And I'm like, yeah. And then I get to do this catfishing shit on the side. <laughs> I've made it. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that's solid, dude. I love that. Um, oh, man. Dude, what, I can't wait. What do you think you're going to do uh, once you get out of school as far as, like, what type of sales job you think you're going to do? I don't know. Do? I feel like this is this is cool. I'm probably going to play somewhere afterwards. So, like, it's a real job. I mean, this is a real job. So, I'm t- selling to, like, lawyers. Yeah. Like the people I ask advice for, like Freddie Valoy and Justin Scranton. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not talking to like low lowlifes anymore. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's good. I'm never like, Kenyon, what do you want to do for lunch? Like, it's not like CC's Pizza again? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's not like CC's Pizza for the fourth time this week. But, yeah. Well, right. You got to ask some people who got some skin in the game, right? Yeah. Like, people who are like working professionals. Yeah. Like, uh, nothing against Kenyon. But Kenyon yeah. don't care. I don't care about jobs. Kane also doesn't care about jobs, but I know how to get great jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, and then right. that's where you're allowed to not care. Yeah, exactly. In great jobs, because you don't really have care, so you have to like not care about your job. Yeah, like the job at AT&T, it was a great job as far as the benefits. Like what I was selling was trash. Yeah, but it's fine. Anything you want to shout out your social media before we end this guy? Um, I got an Instagram. That Finally, I'm, I'm, yeah. Well, how'd you get that Instagram? Who had to push you to get that Instagram? Literally, every single social media has been because of a girl. Okay. A girl made me my Snapchat, which I don't use at all anymore. I feel like I made my own Twitter, but another one was uh, the thing I needed to make Snapchat. I started a Snapchat as a freshman year in high school, so like three, four years ago, three years ago. Okay. And I was like, you know what? I've really taken an L. Right I've now. taken an L on too many nudes. Like the number of nudes I've missed in high school, it's, it's getting. Let's just we're gonna college. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the girl's like, if you make one, I'll send you one. So it's kind of like a done deal. Nice. It's like a no obligation free trial. Like, are you, yeah, I'm gonna take it. Oh, of course. Um, it's perfect. Yeah. So, uh, Twitter avg underscore indian average indian, and then on Instagram I am vishkreli like Martin Shkreli. That's v i s k r e l i. I figured Vish that's where you, got, where you got the name from, but I wasn't sure. I was like, yeah, Vishkreli. The thing was, I was gonna be like, Vishkrish was taken. I was like, fuck it, let's just go Vishkreli. Vishkrish would have been fucking. Yeah, that's what you want, but I I couldn't get it. Some asshole in India that doesn't use it is Vishkrish. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of just um, looking at Grant's popcorn ceiling right now. Yeah, it kind of just hurts if you yeah. touch it. Yeah, I don't know why it's there. I mean, I feel like it's in the asbestos days. Probably. I don't know. I don't know how things work. I'm just trying to get out of this joint. Uh, yeah. I gotta move we, out here. Also, you guys should play a game where every time Grant says the word joint, you got to take a shot. I don't know if you guys have been noticing. You've said joint probably 30 times on this podcast. Did I really say joint? You said joint minute? about your place, the pizza joint. You said joint like four times in that one minute. You uh, like saying joint, bro. Joint's a good word. Yeah. It doesn't describe anything you've thought. <laughs> it does. Joint is a place. It's a thing. Uh, it's also... I feel Something. like you use joint to describe things that aren't, like, well-made. Like, that pizza joint is, like, a shitty place to get, like, $2 slices. That is true. That is typically why I use the word joint. Yeah. And, like, you live in a nice gated community yeah, on Durant. Yeah, yeah. Bro, hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, I don't know. Anything else you want to plug? Uh, you got um, I mean, those shows. I'm going back to Charlotte to do almost famous comedy show in Charlotte. If you're a comic, listen to this. Go do some more Charlotte shit. Honestly, you'll you'll get farther. I just got to find new spots to do stuff. I always like 
doing new rooms over there. there. Raleigh gets stale. Really, really stale. You yeah, do the I same mean, yeah. shit. I mean, I went year. to D.C. and did stuff. That was really fun. Okay. Um, D.C.'s cool. I, when I went there, I was like, oh, I might want to move here. But I think it was just trying to study life. And I realized something. Like, I wasn't, like, the times I did stand-up, there, the people there weren't, like, really great at stand-up. I wasn't, like, blown away. Yeah. Then I kind of just realized, like, if you're good at stand-up in D.C., like, probably just go to New York. Yeah. If you're good at stand-up in most places... Just go to New York. Well, more in DC because it's like it's ex- expensive. Yeah, for sure. So the, at that point, oh, it's so New York is like three, four hours away. Just move there. Yeah. You know, here it's like okay, I can live on like twenty five k a year. Yeah, for sure. But you can't do that in DC or New York. So at this point, you kind of just New York just seems like we're gonna end up there. So why not just go there? Right. You know, that's a good way to end on the Vishal. Five years from now would be in New York. So why not just go there? Yeah. Anything else? Gucci Mane. Hey, and we out.